hate that song. It's a great song. You're a fool. Cat people. Does he say cat people he does on not it? Say it. <laughs> cat people putting yeah. out the fire. You're a fool. <laughs> Hey everyone, Matt here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out that we forgot to do on the show. Our excellent new theme song was uh, made by a man named Alan P. Williams. You can find more of his excellent work at alanpwilliams.bandcamp.com uh, and his name is spelled A-L-L-E-N, P spelled the normal way, Williams spelled the normal way. And when I say P spelled the normal way, I mean the letter P, not urine. Hello and welcome to Benson's Boombox. I'm Matt Benson. With me, as always, Chris Gutierrez, sometimes known as Christopher Gutierrez. Sometimes known as Chrissy Goots. That's the right. The cat is screwing around in the bag. She's actively taking things out of the bag. <laughs> things are going to hell. The and, cat and, is and, out of the bag. The cat things, is out of the bag. Uh, things are going to hell in Benview Studios here. But um, we're here with a very special episode of Benson's Boombox. That's right. This is a contest episode. Yes. So we're going to be doing something very specific. Yes. But we're not going to tell you what it is. We've never done this before, so no. it might be a little rough. Uh, but and, we're and the contest is if you can guess what the hell we're doing, uh, send us an email at bensonsboombox at gmail.com. Yes. Tell us what the hell we're doing. And I don't want any joke answers like, you're wasting my time. Because yeah. that may be technically correct. But then you're wasting our time yeah. if you send that. We want we want only a literal answer to what are what are we doing in this episode, and there is a definite answer. Um, and also before we dive in, uh, I feel like because we haven't officially addressed this on the show yet, the sort of the new format the show has taken taken, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the format of the show now is we're gonna do whatever the hell we want, whenever whenever we want, we want and we're just gonna have fun. We're and your your entertainment listener is really a secondary concern to our own entertainment. Which is how we should have been doing this thing this whole time. Really. And I'm, I mean, we're saying that sort of facetiously as if it's a joke, but that yeah. is what we're doing yeah. with the show now. That literally is what we're doing. I'm, I look forward to this now. Um, this isn't like homework. No, this is just we're, we're doing whatever we feel we would like to do for a podcast. And that's what you're going to hear. And hopefully the cat is attacking this, uh, this, this Williams Sonoma bag that is on my floor in here. So the cat is the the third host of the podcast now officially. She has found a discarded chocolate orange wrapper and she is playing with it. And she's having a whale of a time. Uh, and you know what? That's kind of fitting with the with the, with the new brand of the show. It's anarchy. It's we're just all out for number one. Yes. Um, but hopefully, I mean, if you have a similar sense of humor to us, you will then also enjoy the show. But if you don't, we don't care. That's right. Um, so without further ado, I think we we will jump into, into this contest. To what we're doing. Um, so we're just going to be a countdown, and then we'll, we'll start doing what we're doing, just so you know the exact moment when it starts. Okay. Are you telling me or are you telling the audience? I'm telling everybody. Okay. And the cat, too. And the cat, because she's the third host, Belly Benson. All right. I'm going to th- five, four, three, two, one. Five, four, <laughs> three, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. And we're off. <laughs> so it has begun now. My ride's here. I don't know if you can hear the <laughs> sirens. Um, that's not part of the contest. That's just a happy accident. Um, but here we see the we see a nice logo here. Yeah, I've seen a very nice logo. Yeah, um, and and we're just you know we're gonna we're gonna have some fun today. That's right. Yeah, clouds are parting. This is a lot like the the Simpsons opening credits we're seeing here. With Clearly, we're, we're watching something. Well, yeah. Clearly, I mean we're not we're not gonna act. We're here. We're gonna avoid specific names. Yeah. But we're I mean yeah. 
There's the, the title there. So we're zooming in on some buildings. Yeah. Or just describing what we're seeing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not interesting yet. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little arm reach around to Chris's shoulder. <laughs> Ooh, is, that, is, that, is that a CGI car? Yeah. It's really like a, a very CGI, CGI car. car park was not building. realistic. Um, and here we see some, some walking. He's got his name on the building here. So he's clearly a professional, although we don't know that's his name yet. We don't know that's his name. Um, you know, in all fairness, we should let the audience know that this is our second viewing of the film. Yeah, that is true. Some ladies here, some nice ladies. The film we are watching, we will not say the name of the film. No. We will not say the actors of the film. Uh, once we learn the characters' names, we will say the characters' names if, yeah. if necessary. Um, I'm having some kind of headphone issue, I'm going to be honest. Are you? Where I'm hearing the music, but not so much the dialogue. I think it's just because you need to turn it up. I think I'm just hearing the music, too, but some, I don't, that doesn't matter at all. Some dead air here. That's, that's always good. Well, I'll just keep describing uh, what I've seen. So, clearly, this is the protagonist of the story. Yeah. He, he's a professional. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's a photographer? Yeah. Do you mind if we switch headphones for a second? Because I'm having trouble getting mine here. I think it might work better if we switched. Let's do it. So, I'm going to do a switch here. Um, and, you know, these technical difficulties are not part of the experience intentionally. But, but I'll, I'll uh, keep talking bonus. about um, That sounds much better on my end. And I think it was my headphones that were causing the problem. Not the thing. How does it sound to you? Uh... Are you getting... That's fine with me. Sounds good. You good, though? Are yeah. you getting dialogue? I'm getting dialogue. Okay. We have fixed issues. <laughs> We're back on board, back on track. We see uh, the photographer here is putting an apple on a lady's head. Uh, clearly trying to set up some kind of William Tell situation. Um, that's a lot of fun. How do you feel about the film at this point? Um, I think I, I, I feel indifferent. I don't know. Well, I gotta I'm say, I'm not feeling anything to be honest. I do. I do kind of like this opening scene here. And I'll do? tell you why. I feel like this is you. You might expect going into this movie that it's going to be a very kind of shitty hack movie, but here, like, it's doing a very simple thing that works. It's not. We're not hearing this guy narrate and say, "This is who I am. And this is what I do." We're seeing him in action. We're getting a sense of the character. We're just jumping right in. Yeah, we're seeing it. It's a classic show not tell situation. I think this movie does a actually a really solid job. Uh, and now, of course, we see a, a, a Olympian with a bow and arrow aiming at the the lady. Cut away. Cut away Cut to, to the a shot of the picture that they were taking in the model. Their arrow is now through the apple above the model's head. She looks terrified. And now the, but in real life, she is making love to our protagonist. Or they're, I would say, I don't know, they're not making love. I would say they're making out. Well, they're, I going mean, to. they're on their way to making love. And I'm assuming the protagonist is secretary has walked in and interrupted yeah. them well she's definitely a secretary we saw that in the opening scene update on the cat she's now going after the trash <laughs> that's not in the movie Kinda worry that about is in real on. life i really like his hair in this movie can i say his that? hair does look nice in this movie his hair looks good he's a little and you don't really see it in this scene but because this is our second watch he's a little more tan than i would like in some later scenes that's true yeah but uh but you know he looks good as he always does as he always does his stubble game is on point very uh you know i never really noticed that he has kind of like a bend to his smile his mouth when he talks his bottom jaw goes to the side when he talks yes i think that's part of his charm though i think it's a little what makes him interesting the cat is the now cat on, is on the lap she's she's getting uncomfortably close to the recording equipment uh it might be a problem i hope it's not um a call back to the earlier scene Adding we hear a nice scene. uh skype sound there it's for authenticity the scene that we God just watched cat. with the arrow 
Yeah. The bow and arrow. Yeah. How do you do you shoot right handed or left handed? No one shoots left handed with bows. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I know when you went, you held the bow with your left hand, you pulled back with your right. Correct. Yeah, but that I did. I took an archery lesson Mm -hmm. for the folks at home, and I will say they they asked if you were right handed or left handed, and if you were left handed, you hold the bow with your right hand. Yeah, yeah, but if you're right handed, you hold with your left, you pull back with your right. Correct. Whereas I'm right handed. Yeah. But I guess I'm left. I'm left side. You shoot left handed. I shoot left handed. I hold it to the right and pull back. I don't know if I'm doing too hot in the class, but so you've taken a class. I'm in. Cl- I'm in. I, That's interesting because we were school. planning on taking lessons together. No, no, it's at school, and 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 you you just gone off and taking a class without me, huh? Technically, we just started. It, it's not really like uh, this is a shocking betrayal. You went already <laughs> to one class, and it was after that class that I said, "Hey, we should do this together." I mean, I still I'm still on board to do it. I don't feel like I'm, it's not my bow. This it's not is my a arrows. Shocking betrayal. <laughs> I'm still on board to go practice. With this you. is the biggest incident since you saw the room without me. This That's is true. <laughs> What was your retaliation for that? What did you watch after? Go try your spirit of vengeance. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty upset. No regrets. Um, but no, 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 because I, it's like not what, it's separate from what we Keep wanted to explain. do. Keep it explained. I'm not backpedaling here. When are we going to start our archery lessons? Whenever you want. Next, next Saturday? Start, next Saturday. Okay, let's do it. Let's do next Saturday. Now she's taking her clothes off. Our back uh, of the movie. Things are getting sexy in, in the film right now. She's a nice looking lady. Uh, she's she, African American. <laughs> Is she uh she's not a pop star in real life. It's just for the film. I don't know. I don't recognize her. But I you know, I'm not re- I'm not with I it. I feel like she is. I can't think of another movie she's been in. I'm going to try to look this up. He's driving in the snow now. It looks it looks very nice. Well shot. <laughs> How do you feel about the soundtrack? You know, it's you know, it's kind of it gets it done. It gets the job done. It's nothing special. How do you feel? I remember liking certain songs in this. Yeah. So far, Cat okay. is actively chewing on the recording equipment. <laughs> I've put a stop to her. Okay, clearly. Okay, are he? He's looking at. He's pulling up to like a big nice house in the snow. It's pouring snow. He just looked at a swing set. I think the swing set is significant, if my memory is correct. Yes. But clearly, it is. if if this was our first viewing experience, and this is very the swing cinematic, set right would here, would be important. Yeah, this is very cinematic. He's got a scarf. He throws the scarf over dramatically. It's we're taking in the, the house. It's a big house. <laughs> okay. Uh, the camera's panning into a shot of a wedding rehearsal. Yeah. I do you like that? You like that actress? Uh, I was looking at my phone. You talking about the bride? No. Which one? The first one they show that you weren't looking. I'm sorry. For it. Is she the her right there? Oh, sure. Yeah, I do. You're a big fan of her. Or you, she's just okay. Is I would call. First? I would. God damn cat! I'm sorry about the interference from the cat. Thank you, Chris, for taking care of it. Uh, I like her. I wouldn't call myself like a huge fan, but I've I've never. I mean, I haven't seen. A, a, I've seen one movie where I thought she wasn't so great, uh, but I haven't seen the spinoff of that movie. Um, <laughs> if you get what, what I'm saying, I don't want to give. Would too you many say clues you like her to the listener here? How about do you like her TV career more or her Ooh. film career more? Uh, well, I mean, she's got it's the one show, right? <laughs> Unless there's another one I'm forgetting. I think it's the one show. But I like that show up until season four. Hints, guys. Hints. And here we're seeing a, a young, uh, an attractive uh, young man. I think that's the character's name, right? Scott? I, can, I could be wrong. I buy it. Uh, but this is brother. I should not have said that. I'll bleep it out. You better bleep that out. I'm going to bleep See, that out. See, it's hard. It we're going to make mistakes It's here. tricky not to give away too big a clue. <laughs> that was a very... That's like... You know, it's, the, mo- it's it the thing been is, over. I'm just so drunk. I just want to talk about him so much. I know. <laughs> All the time. It's but you will bleep it out, right? 
Yeah, I'll bleep it out. It's not going to be hard to sit through this and listen to you and put that bleep in for no. yourself? It's, we're only like, what, 10 minutes in? Yeah, Something fine. like that. Okay. Uh, there's a history with this character. Connor Mead is the character. Connor Mead is his name. Yeah. We agree that we can say character names. Yeah, that's and true. And you know what? I mean, you could look that up if you're an idiot. I mean, if you if you don't want to, if you don't believe in fun. What's the, are we gonna announce the reward for this? No, just at the end. Just well, no, not even at the end. They don't know what they're gonna get. No, it's a surprise. It's a special surprise. But if they guess what we're doing, yeah, or what we're watching, yeah. right? If they guess what we're watching, yeah. Well, they guess what we're doing. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and you know, you could Google the name Connor Mead. I'm sure. I'm gonna blow my nose. That... Uh, but that, I'm gonna use the honor system here, and if you Google the name Connor Mead <laughs> and figure out what the hell we're doing, yeah, uh, then you're a cheater and you're not a good person. And, and you're, you're gonna not have the to... type. You're not the type of listener I want. No. And when you get the prize, you're gonna have to just live with the knowledge <laughs> that it was ill-gotten for the rest of your life. Boom. I, that was a nice shot. Thank you. I will also. He blew his nose and then threw the thing away. He blew his nose. He blew his nose. <laughs> um. Look at these nerds. These <laughs> groomsmen nerds. They're supposed to be nerds. Yeah. Man. They're all really into Connor Mead. This dude clearly wants to suck his dick. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm a me, mess. Today. I'm going to pose this question to you, yeah. Christopher. Yeah. Without cheating, and mm -hmm. I know I just came down hard on the cheaters, do you think anyone is going to win this prize? Yeah. Because we've got maybe, what, three regular listeners? I would say so. Do you suspect any of those three would know this without Googling? They'd have to keep listening, to be honest. At That's this point, true. I don't think they'd be able to. Uh, and, you know, there's going to be more clues later. But, uh, and there's you another should... question. Will anyone listen through all the way to the end of this? I think there will be definitely some skipping. Yeah. I have to blow my nose again. <laughs> I love that actor. He's in my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Yep. And you wouldn't know that unless you knew me. He but... just made an Alan Alda reference. I should say Alan is not in this film, but there he was talked about just now. Right. And I always enjoy any kind of Alan Alda situation. Who doesn't? Nice. Two for two with the news blow shots. <laughs> I'm shooting the tissue into the trash can. Yeah. So this is a wedding rehearsal. Yeah. How do you feel about the groom as an actor? As an actor, uh, I've never seen him do anything else than the role he's currently playing. Really? Not even a certain movie from around 2003 with a huge ensemble cast? 2003? Yeah. I don't think it's 2003. Yeah, I, he's the same. Oh, I disagree, sir. That movie came out in like 2000. 2001. People, that okay, movie so came out in 2001. I'm willing to bet money that it's 2003. And this is... Congrats to you. If, you know what? I'm going to go out and say I don't know what it'll be. But uh, a bonus prize, if you can guess what movie we're talking about now. Yeah, right now. Based on only those clues. Okay, uh, I should say in the film... We're looking at the main character look at a bunch of frame photos. Damn it, 2001. I know, that's what I said. Feels like a 2003 situation to me. Anyway, he plays the same exact role. He doesn't, there's no variety. The only movie that I can think of came out in like 98. Okay. So, uh, Connor is very upset here with the frilly paraphernalia in this room. Uh, he's not happy because, uh, and I believe he's about to reveal just now, or he already has revealed. Oh, there it is. His Uncle Wayne. His Uncle Wayne. Uh, There's a big oil painting big, above a fireplace. Yeah, and he was Uncle a big Wayne. pussy hunter. <laughs> Old Uncle Wayne. Wow, you're just going to put that out there, you <laughs> sicko. And so... Uh, he was a womanizer. Connor here is very upset to see this uh, all this frilly wedding crap. Because that was like his idol 
Yeah, and he feels it's disrespectful. He's telling a story about singing the Canadian National Anthem in Spanish. That sounds like a lot of fun. He's throwing things into the fireplace, which I feel is grossly irresponsible. Uh, I mean, either you're going to burn the stuff or you're going to have to clean it up later. And that's just that's just a mess on your hands you don't want, I feel. Uh, Chris is adjusting the volume. There we go. You got it? I can hear it perfect now. Sounds like you're having the problem I was having earlier. Yeah. I, glad I shunted that off to you. <laughs> glad I figured it out. I did what you couldn't do. Well, my... Okay. I don't, I don't appreciate the way you're stepping to me right now. Uh, the fact I'm of the matter so is that uh, these are actually it. wireless Bluetooth headphones that I'm wearing, and the wire for them is a bit wonky, even in normal headphone situations sometimes. I love any situation where we can use the word wonky. You know, it's a fun word. It is a fun word. Can you hear the um, the film on, on mics at all? Is there headphones or anything? Uh, I don't think you can. You might be able to hear it a little. You missed. The streak is over. You're just like Undertaker. I missed Wrestling. a shot to the trash can. Um, there might be a little bleed, but I, I, I it doesn't matter. It's, yeah, I don't think it's much. Okay, women aren't like this in real life. No, this <laughs> is a really horrible betrayal of women. The the bridesmaids are talking about how they all want to sleep with someone at the wedding, yeah. and they gotta find who they're gonna sleep with, yeah. and they all talked at the same time. Yeah, that's cool that Liz from Publicity just dropped in on the show for a second. On Benson's Billboards, I mean, not in the movie. Well, you pointed to something excitedly. I was just going to say, uh, they transition to a shot. It's like the rehearsal dinner, so everyone who's going to go to the wedding is having the dinner or whatever. And these two boys are running through the room, mm -hmm. and they follow them into the room, and they pass the main character, and he says, slow down, slow down. Like he tells them to stop <laughs> running for no reason. They didn't have to put that in. But maybe it's to show his character or who he is. But He I doesn't just like screwing around. <laughs> no, there's no screwing around. Well, he doesn't like kids, I feel, is the, is, is the implication here. And now someone at the wedding wants him to do the photography because he's a famous photographer, and he says, piss off. Uh, even though the bride and groom are entering the room and he is best man, he is just talking on his phone like a jackass. They're showing how neurotic and crazy the bride is. Yeah. She's not great in this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of her. She's a one-trick pony. Her most famous film, the character she plays in her most famous film in real life, yeah, has occasional outbursts. And I'll That's say true. that this character in this film is constantly doing those outbursts. That's true. That's the full character. This is a very this is an outburst heavy film. I believe this is the same director as well. From the her from her most famous film. Hmm, I'm gonna look that up. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, Ooh, wow. room there. Just called her a massive bitch, basically. She said, I'm not a massive B-word. I'm, <laughs> I'm not usually a massive bitch, she said. And uh, He old, said, eh, eh, kind of are. Yeah. The groom said, oh, you kind of are. That's not a cool thing to say to your bride-to-be. The groom, he's proposing to the main character that he should give the toast the next day at the wedding. Yeah. Clearly, the main character is very uncomfortable by this. Connor. Yeah, Connor Mead. How's it going? Oh, confirmed. Same director. Am I right? Yeah. Feels good to be right. There we go. Yeah. We can oh, get he did that? Stream. I love that. His follow-up film was the most famous film. 2005? Yeah. All right. Do you think if we go too much in those... Like, With John Heater in it. 
That's right. <laughs> oh, we are dropping actors' names. Well, and, and it's like three layers removed, yeah. so I feel like that's fine. Uh, Connor is saying he's having problems with toast. He doesn't want to toast because he hates love. And uh, the main lady is upset. What's her name? Did we get her name yet? I don't We probably know. talked over it. We're enjoying his speech right here. He's giving a speech why getting married is the dumbest thing you can do. Yeah. And love. And I don't, you know, if we are enjoying the film, I don't think we should be afraid of, like, a little dead air. You're right. Because of what we're doing here. You're right. And I'm sorry, Matt. Okay, it won't happen again. <laughs> again, <laughs> really the message is, fuck you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not catering to our audience anymore, I'll tell you that much. But this is, you know, this is. I think this is usually when a when a director or, or you know even a musician or something gets really interesting, is when they just start really getting into their personal stuff, and that's what this is for us. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Connor May laying down some truth. The main female character did not like that. No. Ooh. Ooh. See, the bride wanted figs in the salad. That's what she was freaking out because there were no one. figs. Uh, and and uh, Connor here just says figs would have been nice. Just a needless dick move. Here we go. Uncle Wayne, that's my dude. Uncle Wayne. This could be a hallucination. Yeah. Could be something weird. Because, of course, as we know in the story, Uncle Wayne is dead. He is no longer with us. He's currently peeing at the urinal. And he's doing the pose that I do in the Benson Boomer's Lego. Actually, he's right. doing the classic one hand on the wall pee. That's a good line. Yeah. What was that line? Players never die. They just try their luck at another table. They just try their luck at another table. This is the indication. Is it, are we trying to indicate? He just walked through Connor like he was a ghost or something. Like, seems like he's a ghost. Yeah. Uh, we know he's a ghost. I mean, I don't know. We don't have to play like we haven't seen the movie before. Yeah, but um, but the the intimation there with that line is that he's he's pussy hunting in heaven now. Is that <laughs> once a player, always a player? Yeah. Or as someone once told me. Yeah. Player be playing. <laughs> he's telling him it's it's not all about parties though. That's what he's suggesting now. This, and this is the first instance of him giving using Connor's nickname, which is never explained in the film, to my knowledge. What's his nickname? Dutch. The ghost calls Connor Dutch. Oh, yeah. Throughout the movie. And I don't believe we ever know why. And I don't think Dutch is like a common enough nickname that it's just, we can just accept I that. I really, yeah, that's weird. I really like Uncle Wayne in this movie, though. I think it's a terrific performance. Maybe the highlight of the film, dare I say. I Yeah. I mean, the lead is pretty good, too. Did you hear what he said? Should I... Revealed the big plot, important plot. Oh, he's visit. gonna be visited by three ghosts. He's gonna be visited by three ghosts. Now, it's worth noting to me. I thought this was interesting. He one ghost shows up, and says, "Hey, you're gonna be visited by three ghosts." It was like a good forty minutes later when we watched this the first time before you realized that this was a play on a Christmas Carol. That's right. <laughs> I did say that. 
And there's another, that's another clue for the it listener. It blew my right? mind when I when yeah. I realized it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, that's what this movie's about? And you had a good laugh, Matt. I did. Look how stupid you are. All right. You're not stupid. I love you, buddy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I really am sorry about the archery class. <laughs> that's all right. I'm not really mad. But here we're freaking out because the ghost has left a bottle of a, or not a bottle, a glass of a whiskey. Whiskey. And it's still there. Even when the ghost is gone. You know, whenever I look at characters like that, mm-hmm. like he walked up to the bartender. Yeah. I'm always curious if they're going to get a line. Yeah. Because that means they get paid more. That means they get paid more and, you know, they're officially SAG. Yeah. They get their SAG card if they have a line. Yeah. This is a, maybe the weirdest moment in the movie where a, a, a woman just turns to Connor Mead. At and the he bar. grabs her breast without he saying anything. Slowly caresses it, and he says, "They look so real." Yeah, and she says, "They are real." And this is here we just found out she's the mother of the bride, and she is surprisingly not upset with this man who just groped her. It's funny, yeah, that he did that. Maybe that maybe we can, maybe we can learn this can be how we can pick up women. We pay attention to this. We caress. It's just. Boob caress, but it's really important that we sell it as if we think they're a ghost and we're impressed that yes. they're really a real person. I think that's where the humor comes from to her. She's talking about her relationship with her ex-husband, who of course is the father of the bride, who was in your favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. That's right. Man, if I had to go pee... Could I just vape about? Could you just talk while I go pee? Yeah, go for it. Right. Go pee. I'm going to go pee. This is all Chris one is going thing. pee right now. I peed before the film. Again, um, we're doing whatever we want Some here. of us care about the, the show. I guess some of us don't. I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. Give me one minute, two minutes tops. I'm going to time how long you're gone. Okay. Not to make you hurry, but just to see how long you can pee. Okay. Uh, we'll, how luck. long do you think the walk and the washing the hands will take? Walk's going to take about 15 seconds. Pee, washing hands will take maybe 30 to 45 seconds. How, I want, I, what I'm trying to do is isolating the peeing. So how much time do I need to subscribe, subtract from the total score to figure out how long you peed? Unless you want to just give me a yell when you start peeing and a yell when you stop peeing. I'll do that. I'll go, woo! I go really, woo! When I start. Okay. And a woo when I finish. Okay, make sure it's loud enough for me to hear. Okay. So I'm going to time his pee. This is exciting. We can see it. We can, this is a little behind the scenes. You can see how long it takes for Chris Gutierrez, co-host of Benson's Boombox, to pee. This is very exciting. And while he's doing that, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, this film we were watching. Um, so he's still hitting on the, the, the mother of the bride here. Um, I'm getting quiet because I'm listening for the woo. I tell you, I'm concerned that he didn't say it loud enough. Because I heard the door shut. And it, it feels like it's been too long. I'm, 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 I'm not happy with the... I heard a woo. I hope that was the starting woo. Um, maybe it was the ending woo, and I missed the first one. We'll see. Um, I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna go one quarter headphones right now to hear the woo. So I can't really hear the film, but the bride is talking to the female lead, which of course is Connor Mead's love interest. Um, this is a classic uh, lady friendship in a movie that's not necessarily so friendly to ladies. Um, the, there was the stop. We got 25.9 seconds. I tell you, that's not a bad time for a pee. I'm, I'm kind of impressed by that. I feel like I usually run a little quicker than that. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to say having never actually timed myself. Um, 
So here we see Connor Mead's competition in this film. He's a very attractive man. He's a lawyer or some bullshit, maybe a doctor. Um, and the bride is trying to hook it up. She's trying real hard to, 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 to get these two folks to pound town. Um, uh, his name is Brad. That's the information I can give you. Um, she's into it, it seems. He's asking for drinks. She's like, give me a hell away from this bride. So, and, and, and you know, he is, it's not a bad fit. It seems like she might be interested in this guy. Uh, and of course, as we know later in the film, uh, it turns out she is, which is trouble for our boy, Connor Mead. Uh, he is now talking to the first of the three bridesmaids who are looking for someone to hook up with. You heard me, right? I did hear your woo. I was concerned because I feel like, I don't know if you were struggling with your zipper or whatever, but it felt like it'd take a while since I heard you close the door in the first woo. But I did hear you. Uh, and as I, ooh, went a little limbo under the microphone there. Thank you. Um, uh, as I already announced to the listener, your time was 25.9 seconds. To go pee the whole time. Yeah, that's, that was wow. that was your pee time. Not bad. That? I feel that's not bad. Thank you. Uh, as I was telling the listener, I feel like that's a little longer than I pee usually. And I think you're going for as long as possible with the pee here. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 we're talking every drop. But I've never timed myself, so I don't, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe that's a normal pee time. Hey, time yourself next time you go pee and then let me know how I you will. did. Did you ever follow through with your plan to time your all your pees at Cal State Long Beach? I forgot to do it. That's a shame. Just... That's a goddamn shame. I realized that not every bathroom has those chalkboards. Well, wrong. that's I mean that's a problem as well. Maybe you could carry post-it notes with around? you. A little notebook? Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Okay, so he's flirting with the first of the, right, of the bridesmaids. All right, uh, I'm diving back in. Yeah, I, I kept I kept the coverage going. Uh, what you missed was uh, the female lead meeting uh, Brad. Which is Connor's competition in the film, the sexy lawyer, doctor, the whatever he is. handsome ethnic man. Yes. <laughs> Dare I, say, I didn't mention his ethnicity. Dare I say I mean, urban man? I guess. <laughs> I guess it's clear which one of us thinks that's important. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we learned right off the bat in the beginning of the movie. Um, and here's a joke where the bartender's gay, and that's the whole joke. <laughs> that's a whole lot of fun. And here, Connor's meeting Brad, uh, and there's some tension there. Even though he's not officially interested in the in the female lead, you can tell there's something there. Her name's Jenny, right? I think her name's Jenny. That sounds right to me. I'll look I think it up. You to just said Jenny. Will we give it away if I say both the leads have dimples? I think that's safe to say. Both, both leads, leads have dimples. dimples. This is a dimple heavy movie. There's clearly some history between the two main characters. Yeah. But that was a nice smile. I gotta say, that, that's, you could use that shot as That'd a... That would be a good cover photo. Publicity still. That was nice. Jenny Parati is the character's name. Or Parodi, if you prefer. And the groom is Paul Abride Sandra. They don't get last names. Uh, they don't. Although the 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 parents of the bride, they don't. They get last names, so therefore the bride's last name is probably also Volcom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Here we go. Sexy time. Still rocking the hell out of that scarf. Or is that his tie? There's something on it. Oh, it is a scarf. Oh no. Here is the first ghost. First ghost. Uh, and she's got. She's wearing. She's rocking a denim jacket. Uh, a lot of polka dots on the both the shirt and the skirt. And braces. Braces, yes. She's very rambunctious. Mm -hmm. And she's got those uh, like fingerless, but also like lace gloves, Madonna like gloves. Madonna gloves. That's what yeah. 
Connor is trying to wheel, uh, ward her off with a candle. Um, does the movie get into how she died? She's dead. She's a ghost. Well, I mean, later on, there's another character who's a ghost. She's not dead. That makes sense. It could be modern. Yeah. She does say she's a ghost, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, the 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 ghost rules in this in this movie are really not very yeah, well established. There's... Can, well, here's a question. Can ghosts travel through time? Yeah. Because it could be that they died at some later date, then came back as a ghost to haunt Connor Mead. Classic gag. She pushes him over and then uses her ghost powers to reappear behind him. So he trips and falls yeah. back. Classic. Do you like that actress? Uh, you know, I, I must say, yeah. I'm not, like, going out of my way. I know you hated her for a time. I'm gonna be honest, I hated her. So much. But I just rewatched, or no, I just watched a film that she's in, she made, that came out last year. And I really enjoyed her in it. Was a British man also in this film? A British man was also in the film, and it turned me to kind of liking her. To seeing what Woody Allen saw in her. Oh, dropping clues. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you can bleep that out. Or no, uh, leave it in. And here's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna amend the goals for that second prize i'm gonna need a list of every movie that we reference that's three steps in. yes if you can make that list something you'll get something i don't know what it is but you'll get something extra we'll figure it out um and of course we are now seeing connor's childhood we're at that swing set we saw in the front yard he's watching a, his younger self yeah and the young jenny as well this kid looks nothing like the main character. No, I should not, say that. Neither one of them look anything like I always kid. think it cannot be that hard to find a kid out there well, I mean, who it, looks... Think yeah. of it like the main character in this film. Yeah. She's in another film where her younger self is in the film. Yeah. And that looks exact... She looks exactly the same. isn't that a little older than the kid here? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, features-wise, yeah. it's not that hard to match up. Yeah. Especially like, I I watched, when you uh, see, like, a really good one, like Goodfellas. Yeah, like young Ray Liotta yeah. in that movie is perfect. Ray Liotta, <laughs> you don't know how to say anything. Liotta, god damn it! Um, young Jenny is just giving young Connor a camera, which is significant because he's a photographer in the future. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Goodfellas. I mean, young Joe Pesci is amazing, and the young, worst young, young Ray Liotta. Character I've ever seen in movies in *The Silence of the Lambs*. Jodie Foster's younger self. I don't recall. She literally that. has different eyes. Her <laughs> eyes are brown. It's like, guys, you realize that our eyeballs don't change colors from oh, our boy. youth to our adulthood. She was going through a weird phase where she was wearing colored contacts in so her younger weird. days. Oh, touching moment. Young he Connor said, says he's going to keep the Polaroid he took of the main character, of Jenny. Yeah. The Jenny Polaroid he's going to keep forever. Yeah. Connor suggested that the ghost edited this memory. <laughs> and then uh, she rewound it. Yeah. And we're watching it again and again. What technology ever had that rewound rewind sound? <laughs> tapes but like mute like cassette tapes because like vhs tapes didn't maybe cassette tapes <laughs> and it, it is the classic movie rewind sound effects where you hear very quickly backwards talk as they're rewinding like, which to my that's knowledge the way I did it. Never, yeah that's the way i did it that's the way i did it how's that sound <laughs> that's the way i did it forever <laughs> Forever. God if I just did that for 20 minutes. <laughs> Forever. That's a line that's said in the movie, okay? Oh, my God. 
Uh, and then we see Connor's parents, who I don't remember when, but oh, maybe it's right now. We, they died in a car accident. And Uncle Dave. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Wayne. I'm going to say Uncle Dave. <laughs> Uncle Wayne takes custody. With some great funeral clothes, Uncle Wayne. It's a turtleneck and a gold chain. <laughs> it was Literally black, turtleneck black... and chain, yeah. But it is a black turtleneck out of respect. Now we flash forward to his middle school dance. Yeah. How do you feel about the device where they the bike the bike the bed is the sort of magic carpet <laughs> I device? Feel it's lazy. They travel in? It feels lazy. You can literally just show them walking up. <laughs> so Either now we have your older self. Two two more people who look nothing like the leads. I feel. No 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 no. The actress they're choosing for that main character is the same actress they chose in that other movie I referenced earlier. Yeah. Which I said she looks exactly the same as her older counterpart. I don't. I don't feel it here. There's a great Michael Jackson joke there. <laughs> I like his outfit. His yeah. 80s junior high outfit. Yeah. I like his 80s outfit. I like his current day outfit. It's clear that Connor Mead always had style, if you take anything away from this movie. I love shirts like that. Yeah. Mm. They were about to slow dance, but then her dumb friends are like, hey, Pete Hastings wants to slow and dance. Pete Hastings is a jock. Yeah. Connor is just standing there. Okay, clearly they I think they're supposed to be in either seventh or eighth grade here. Yeah. And they're saying that the kid who wants to dance with Jenny is a ninth is grader. a ninth grader. They cut to the ninth grader. I'm gonna tell you right now that guy's like twenty five. <laughs> There's no way he's a fourteen year old ninth grader. Yeah. Unless high school was different back then. <laughs> different what in what way do you are you do you mean? Uh the age difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that okay is that a gay joke or is that just what a are you weird talking about joke? how connor said to his younger connor self <laughs> yeah don't sweat about jenny going to dance with that guy he used to get boners in the guys in the gym well in, in the, the gym, gym locker shower that kid is making out with jenny and connor's while his younger self is watching it's a bummer i really hope people don't google Connor's last name. Yeah, I mean we've or talked I mean, about that. I hope they don't Google him. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how old Pete Hastings was, officially. It does not list his age. Okay, on, on we, the, need, on the, we need to. We need Yeah, this is great. So we got <laughs> Uncle Wayne's uh, car, which has the license plate, the vanity plate, you know, in license plate language because there's not enough spaces. Uh, but it says stabbing wagon. <laughs> Clearly, a, a reference to his wiener. Yeah. A stabbing, stabbing wagon. Yeah. a great dialogue in here yeah and we've got this sort of leitmotif that follows uncle wayne this like little jazzy music to know that <laughs> like now we're in we're in i'm schooling you on ladies time <laughs> you don't want to be anybody's first or last kiss the line uncle wayne no. has uh, you great lines. more great wisdom from uncle wayne Just in the brightness? Should I address the angle? Will that be helpful? No, no, that's good. Young Connor just said, I hate girls. 
And Uncle, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Wayne feels he is disrespecting the stab and wagon. He said that's sissy talk. He's like, there's never sissy talk in the stab and wagon. <laughs> Now let me ask you this. Do you think we're meant at this point to view Uncle Wayne as a hero or a villain? Hero, definitely. Okay. See, because I think he works as a sort of comic villain here. I, I don't know how, if that was intentional, though. Well, he but either way, well. I enjoy it. Me too. I, I like the idea that he he's raising him. Like, that makes me happy, you know? Yeah. He's doing his best to raise him, even though he's like this womanizing... Uh, weird uh, creep. I'll say creep. <laughs> yeah, uh, come on, his license plate says stabbing, stabbing wagon. wagon. What are you gonna justify his non creepiness? <laughs> Who probably isn't fit to raise a kid, but he's trying his best. And now he's about to take his. So they're in either seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. And they're about to go to a bar. It's a great song. Yeah. Are we at a bar? What do you think, young Connor? Are you an idiot? <laughs> what do you think you're at? He's not the brightest kid. This is a really cool shot. <laughs> it's slow motion yeah to get down tonight yeah like cool in the gang and connor's walking the bar seeing all the females in the bar uncle wayne is clearly in place feels comfortable at this bar he yeah. knows the bartender yeah calls him by his first name he says jacks little snap uh, snapping point adult connor is loving this still with the 80s ghost yeah Calls him Dutch again. Classic. Yep. Young Connor's choking on the booze. <laughs> Rule number two. Never soil <laughs> your wing, man. Because he coughed up the booze on Uncle Wayne. And Uncle, there was a great dickish laugh <laughs> from Uncle Wayne there where it's clear that he's legitimately mad but trying to hide it. Uh, he's uh, now telling young Connor how to take advantage of women, how to put them in a state of of them not acting like their self, which then you can take advantage of. Is Did you text a picture of me to somebody? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm certain you did. I can see it on your phone. Well, I had to explain what we were doing, okay. and it was a great angle, and I like your shirt. Okay. He's teaching Connor how to neg, basically, here. <laughs> so he says two compliments above the neck. And his lessons. Yeah. His rule book for picking up women. Then he says insult. <laughs> you know, this is straight up the game. Negging. This is... <laughs> I love it's bad but I love when like ah, it's just broad I love when people say broad it's I love a fun people say word. dame I think dame and broads they're fun words even if they're offensive most of the time oh <laughs> just lost just there's a lost our headphones set up because of Matt's foot uh this is true oh shit oh it's still in there yeah, I mean this is can... a real I'm sorry guys I apologize I quit. This is is done. Okay, we're back in. Do you hear anything? I hear stuff. Are you not? Chris is trying to get the volume back. I had a perfect setup. I'm so sorry. 
You know, I got bad knees. I need to constantly keep there them moving. You got it? You get in the back? Got it. Sweet. Earlier you said the angle was perfect, <laughs> and yet now you're adjusting it yourself. How is it? I was willing to do that for you, but someone How was, is it? was too proud. I'm it's indecisive. Good. It's good. Nucky's looking very cute right now. It's the dog in real life, not in the movie. Did you hear that? What did he say? He just he dropped the F-A-G word. F-H-E? F-A-G. Yeah. The fag word. <laughs> so young Connor just proposed a plan where to hit on a woman you talk to the girl next to her to make her feel jealous uh, and Uncle Wayne is very impressed by this um, this really does work as like a as a scene where these are villains but I do feel like they're they're kind of trying to say this is partly right but not all the way but it also works as a fun scene of these two dickheads <laughs> being horrible women uh but you know they, they they sell it they're fun it's fun to watch connor is starting to see the cracks already the adult connor he says i i remember the ladies being a bit more glamorous call him dutch again yep Not realistic at all. No, this is weird. <laughs> but Uncle Uncle Wayne's scheme is planned off. He comes at her with a real creepy oh, oh it took you really so leans into the O there. We do a night a little spinny here, and now it's college time, or at least later high school. There a, a keg party. High school. Basement. Oh, you're right. I was trying to you know, I don't want I don't want Connor to get arrested. <laughs> Because they're, they're drinking beer at this party. <laughs> <laughs> so Connor's been at like boarding school or some shit. And he comes back. And there's a joke here I'll talk about. That's the <laughs> joke. Which got a big laugh out of me on our first viewing. No laugh out of you. <laughs> he got a laugh out of me this time. Forgot yeah. about it. <laughs> he walks in. Yeah. There's a slow motion shot of him coming down the stairs. Yeah. He's he's like, the light is illuminating him. And he says, got the new poison. And he's yeah. holding up a, a cassette. So, and then he just tosses it into the crowd <laughs> and someone catches it and puts it on. Which I gotta, you know, I don't know who this actor is. And I don't think he looks like uh, Connor. But uh, credit to him for selling that line. He sold the shit out of that. Yeah, the new uh, poison. <laughs> he did a little like, oh, get the new poison. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, and here we see the ghost in the past. The live, you know, the, the original version here. Another miss. You're screwing up with these tissue shots. I'm so sorry. I'm uncomfortable with you now. It's not. It's on my floor right now. Got some real awkward making out here. Uh, and of course, this uh, this seemed to be a ploy. On young Connor's part to, to make Jenny jealous. Uh, but in fact, she's too smart for that. And she's just like, I don't give a shit about this guy. That's right. <laughs> what a good time. It's a good song. It's a good trailer song. Yeah. Did they do it? Yes. According to her, Connor disagrees. But she suggested this was his first time. Sorry, I had a hiccup. Mid-word. 
She's pretty good in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you don't agree, maybe. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's probably not that hard. Put some braces on a wacky <laughs> outfit. I feel like anyone can put But, I mean, apart. she's game to, to sell the material. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got, oh, boy. This is, how old is he supposed to be? Like, in his 20s? Yeah. He's supposed to be in his 20s, here, but it's forward. just the current day actor. Uh, he's got long hair, which like is a long. classic. Like, this is a classic way that movies will try to sell the actor being 20 years lo- younger, is they just give him long hair. <laughs> he looks exactly the same as currently <laughs> himself, and he has long, long, gross hair down to his shoulders. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go and say not gross, because he can pull off any hairstyle, in my yeah. opinion. But, come on, we're supposed to believe this guy's like 20? <laughs> yeah, this does not look like a 20-year-old. She also doesn't look like 20, but she at least, she like, she doesn't look weird, like, because she just has normal hair. For, for 20 Jenny, they just make no effort to sell whatsoever. It's just her exactly as she appears. He looks like Jesus. In the current days. He does. He look, he's got a very Jesus-y vibe. I'd love to see him play Jesus in a film. I'd watch that. No joke, I would watch That'd be that. would great. Yeah. I mean, he's doing classic him in this scene. <laughs> Oh, that's great. He orders a drink in Spanish. I can't imagine it's good Spanish. But it's, <laughs> para, it's fun to listen. Para me. Yeah. She's accusing him of being cheesy. I would say she's right. He's like, straight up, I want to bone you. <laughs> He's like, of course I'm talking to you because I want to bone you. Yeah. Stab and wagon. <laughs> so good. That's not in the movie, just I remember yeah. it right now. It's just fun to talk about. Hot. Pink dress. Here we see Jenny's friend. She's getting her out of there. She says, Jen, we're leaving. But we can but wait. Eyebrow up. You hear the song playing? Kinda. What is it? It's Macy Gray. I try. And I try to say goodbye and I choke. Trying to walk away and I stumble. I like that. You know that song? No, but I like you. I like your version. Well, I think they're trying to allude to that. This is like he's trying to say goodbye. Let's say this is like ninety nine two thousand. That's oh, okay. I see what you're saying. He's trying to convince her to go out with him. Yeah. And have and have sex. He says, "Let's go to dinner, have a little sex." Ripping off Anchorman, really, with that line. It's also a classic movie moment when someone just addresses a crowd of strangers and no one acts like that's weird. <laughs> As she's leaving, she says, it's all yours, girls, to just a group of strangers. That, I I wonder if that was a big laugh in the test screenings. Oh, okay. you look like a gay pirate? Probably. Like girls would probably, like a 14-year-old girl probably loves that <laughs> <Yeah>. line. <laughs> gay pirate! So she funny. got him! He does look like a gay pirate. <laughs> oh, still on the bed. Still on the bed. See, what we're doing is we're watching an older Connor. He's he's traveling with still the '80s, his first girlfriend, yeah. right? Who yeah. He lost his virginity too, allegedly. And they're watching his older self, twenty-year-old Connor, his twenty-year-old Connor with long hair at their doorstep, at yeah. Jenny's doorstep. 
And this looks kind of like, you know, like every New York doorstep <laughs> in every movie. Yes. He's trying to seduce her. She recognizes how it could work, but she's too smart still, Chris. She's not willing to she's fall like, for this good at trick. This. Got a kiss. Yeah, she, you did get a kiss. A kiss on a second date. I thought it was her first date. Well, this is her first night. date, but she's agreeing to keep seeing him. Okay. She's not completely cutting it off is the point. <laughs> Look at them right <laughs> next to each other. <laughs> I know it's not like a big deal, but that still astounds me if they can do that in movies. Like, right? I'm still like an old person. Who, well, I'm like a farmer <laughs> like during the Dust Bowl who went and saw a movie. Like the same level of yeah. like whoa, like I'm so impressed by yeah. when they put two act the same actor on the screen. I'll tell you, it only impresses me when they do that and the camera is moving. Yes, because if it's a completely still shot, I mean, I could do that. Yeah, but when the camera is moving, it's just so insane to me that that's possible. Like the Parent Trap. Yeah, mind blowing stuff in that movie. Crazy, mind blowing yeah. stuff in that movie. <laughs> I like this song on the soundtrack. This is um, in um, the song that this plays in a movie. Or they're slow dancing. And you will find and a high school me. dance. Time after time. If you want, I will dance. I will do it. Okay, Matt, we'll keep singing was, what we're seeing. Well, I'll keep Garthing, is what I was saying. I was just mumble singing. Uh, Garth, of course, <laughs> we're in a Garth and Wayne's world. He tries to sing Bohemian These two women singing. approach Connor at the restaurant yeah. to like talk to him and hit on him and. Uh, oh, we're gonna have another thing to bleep out. Thank you. At what time? Uh, fifty-three thirty-nine. I got the time. I'm gonna write that down. Wendy's character. That's all right. One for, one for each of us. Wendy. Jenny is Jenny. Her name. See, it was so hard to do one, this. Okay, one, Jenny's character got one. Oh, he just had sex with Jenny. He did. Connor had sex with Jenny. Well, because at the date he saw her, t saw him turn down two ladies, who were clearly trying to go to the bone zone. She tried to get the. They tried to get the bone zone, but Jenny was quick and clever and said. Yeah, I think we're done with our plates, like, assuming that they were the waitresses, so she yeah. handed them her dishes. Okay, this is a very important part in the movie. Yeah. They just made love. Connor is getting out of bed. Yeah. And he's... He's about to bed. He's not going to say the He's night. putting his clothes on. She says, what are you doing? You knew that. You knew it was coming. I didn't know it was coming. Connor has a role where he says, he does, yeah. Jenny, I don't stay over. Yeah. She's they throwing, say shag. throwing the word shag around like that's something Americans say. <laughs> and she, she lays down ultimatum. She says, you'd stay the night or we're done. I would just get in that bed just because it looks comfortable, to be honest with you. Look at that. <laughs> That's a very nice... It is a movie bed, for sure. Tell you what. Say what you will about, like, sets, but, man, they've mastered good-looking beds in movies. Yeah. Beds always look I'll comfy. That. Sheets always look good. Yeah. Spooning, of course, I believe Uncle Wayne had said something previously about it's bad. A lot of time on this first ghost. I 
I might have to bleep that. <laughs> and now I certainly do now that I called it out. <laughs> Write it down. It's so hard. I knew this was going to be difficult. Okay. Like I thought it said 4 a.m. on her alarm clock, but it says 7 a.m. Yeah. I'm very picky about details like that in films. Yeah. Phone's ringing. Current day Connor thinks it might be him, but of course it is not. What are you doing? What's happening? Oh, never mind. <laughs> She's crying. She's crying. Trying to talk. She's upset that Connor left. Yeah. He waited till she fell asleep. And then he bailed. She's not happy. And adult Connor is having a hard time looking at this. This is one of my favorite songs of all time, by the way. Favorite songs? One of my favorite songs of all time, this song. So now the ghost is walking them through all his other They're in a bar. Girlfriends. And there's literally an infinite amount of girls. Yeah. This one is now man. That's a hilarious joke because she's a transgendered. That's the joke. We got a nice Asian lady talking about how he brought dishonor to her family. Asian people are funny is the joke there. Ooh, call this lady Jenny every time they slept together. I gotta say, I feel like maybe the ghost made a mistake here because Connor seems kind of into this. Yeah, like he loves it. He's, he's like, like, oh yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, Connor? Well, that's the, Stay the with us. Oh man. He's getting mobbed by the infinite amount of women. Yeah, well, zombie trying to grab at him. Motage. He's in the middle. Motage, homage is what I meant to say. Oh, oh, he falls. He's back in reality now. He's rolled out of bed. He woke himself up. Yeah. And he says, nightmare. He believes this to be a nightmare. Brought on by drugs. So now we're in the present. Yeah. So the father-in-law is setting up the, the, the father of the bride, six, and I'm married yet, is setting up the, the wedding with a army man. Uh, the bride's family is represented by army men, American army men, and the groom's family are Nazis. <laughs> That's kind of a fun little joke, actually. That is fun. Yeah, this is not a and the horrible groom says, movie. I'll try not to read into that, sir. Yeah. He's oh, looking for groups to various films. This is this may be very uncomfortable. You know, I have scene. I have a, I have a very hard time with these type of scenes in <laughs> <Yeah>. films. Everyone <laughs> does a wee little boy. I get very stressed out yeah. when things are broken or fallen. Or, <laughs> Already he's breaking rules because he's taking that champagne that is for the wedding toast only. He he, he uncorks the it cork, and the cork blows out one of the supports on the cake. The wedding cake. big tall cake. Four layered cake. Yeah. Connor slides in, saves the cake. Now he's holding it up. If he yeah. lets it go. He can't let fall. it go because the support has been knocked out. At that point I would honestly just take my shoe off and I think I would shimmy it in. Into the cake? It's, it's his best option at that point. <laughs> he has nothing else in his pockets. Get his shoe, lay it sideways so the bottom isn't on the cake. I guess. Lay it sideways. It's supported right there until I mean, he just grabs something else. You're thinking. I would wish. I would try to reach for one of those mugs. He can't. 
See, he's reaching. I don't know what he's doing. What's I, the What's the game plan here? He's Connor? going for the champagne bottle with his foot. With his foot, it's a full champagne bottle. There's no way he can get it off the counter without spilling it. At the at best, spilling it, and even if he gets it, it's not at all the right size <laughs> to hold up the cake. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's thinking right now. Brad. Brad here. An earlier character is a threat. Yeah. Asking Jenny to dance. She's she insisting, yes. and she says yes. She says no at first, but he insists. And he's a good dancer. Of course he is. You want to learn more and more about how sexy Brad is. You want to know why he's a good dancer? What's that? Don't say it. Because he's just a good dancer. Okay. <laughs> Someone probably taught him some good dancers okay. in the past. <laughs> Not because of his ethnicity. Which <laughs> seemed like maybe that's where you were headed. You always think the worst of me, don't you? <laughs> So now we're, we're cutting Connor's back to reaching. Connor. He's still trying to so do God stupid. knows what, trying to get the champagne bottle. <laughs> I love that, though. What See, he... that's that's about his choices. Yeah. I what wish we he... could rewind that. What did he do? He's just amping himself up for, to reach for it. Oh, yeah. He's goes... just going, hey! Like, whoa! Yeah. Ah! Like, he yells he's it out. He's a fantastic actor. There's great little choices like that. Yeah. That's why we currently, you and I are both talking about how we love Jake Gyllenhaal. Because sure. it's his little choices. Yeah, little choices, man. Little choices make the role. Watch Back to the Future. Crispin Glover has some amazing little choices. He's reaching for the foot. He's shimmying. No doubt. An, Honestly, a what is his plan, plan here? Like, what, but a horrible plan. But what is the plan? Maybe he's, he's. Is he trying to knock it off the counter and then quickly catch it with his free hand? We heard a loud crash, a loud scream. Yeah. Jenny tosses Brad because it was. She heard it, and now we see the cake has fallen. Yeah. The bottle is broken. He's covered in cake. Connor's trying to play it off <laughs> like he doesn't know what happened. He says, here we go, as if it would be unreasonable for the bride to be mad right now after he has just destroyed her cake. Oh, Connor. I tell you, Connor's very good in this scene, though. Even though he's being, like, unreasonably a terrible person... The actor sells it in a way that is very fun to watch. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> that like, great. It's the tour. Like, who would do that? You uh, if you know that. what the hell we're doing, keep a close eye on this scene when you watch it. <laughs> She's really hamming it up, I have to say, <laughs> that actress. Yeah. I feel like I, saw her, I liked her in something once, but I can't remember what it was. There's a fine line, you know, with actors, I have to imagine. I'm yeah. not an actor, but how do you know when the difference is between you're hamming it up or you're just doing a great stellar performance? Yeah, it's tough. That's that. That's the classic Al Pacino syndrome, as I like to say. Mm. They put some cucumbers on her eyes to calm her down. For the bride, because she's freaking out. Because I don't know if you guys recall earlier, but I did address the fact that she's very rambunctious. She's very anal. Yeah. She is very intense and these constant outbursts. Yeah, yeah, so you can yeah, imagine yeah, that at her current yeah, wedding, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that the wedding cake has fallen and has been destroyed is a big reason for her to be even more upset and mm. outburst more than she has. Do you hear the helicopter? I certainly do. Yeah. Now we're, we're going to these stereotypical empty characters that are the bridesmaids yeah and they're still addressing how they're all debating who's gonna get to sleep they just want that dick with with connor now they're looking at the nerds the other three groomsmen who are nerdy yeah 
and they're worried that they're going to... They're, here's the stakes for these characters. They're worried that if they can't... Uh, Get Connor. They, they're going to have to fuck these groomsmen as if they can't just not have sex with anybody. Yeah. Like, that's not on the table. They're like, obviously we have to have like, sex with women, somebody. Like, we're women, we're the bridesmaids, we're going to have sex with somebody. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think I'd get that upset about the cake. What yeah, do you think? But, I mean... You'd be upset, huh? It's hard to say, I but guess. But, I mean, it's also... If, if you really care... I mean, you. it seems like you're also not the person to care about having, like, the perfect wedding. You're right. You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're talking about their dating history, of course, Connor and Jenny. He's drinking the... He figures fuck it at this point and is drinking the toast champagne. You like champagne? Yeah. I've only ever had it once at a wedding. And you're like, gross. I was like, it's all right. It's like, you just want it to be Martinelli so badly. Yeah. It's like, I wish this, this was, was apple cider. I wish cider. this was sparkling cider. I wish this was sparkling cider. I know cider I'm an so adult, bad. but no, I, I straight up wish this was sparkling cider. I would enjoy it more. Oh. Oh, we got a kiss. A Connor-Jenny Connor kiss. Swooped in, and he charmed Jenny for a kiss. And she said, what am I doing? Yeah. Why did I kiss you? Yeah. And here's he's claiming that he has changed. We still have two more ghosts to go through. Yeah. And we are, of course, uh, an, an hour, hour in this movie with only 40 minutes left. So, yeah, the, the very front ghost heavy. Very front ghost. Um, but this is a common point in, in, in most versions of the Christmas Carol story is the, the, the main character believes to have changed after the first ghost. But really, he's deep down, he's still the same person. And that's why you need those second two ghosts, Chris. And he's, he's partly, I think he's probably reaching out to Jenny here because he has feelings for her. He doesn't want to be alone. He, yeah, but he's also, he's genuinely afraid of the ghosts and he wants someone to be with him. So the, the red-headed bridesmaid has waited in the bed to bone. Hey, now. I'll write that time down. <laughs> I'll write that time down. <laughs> Man, we are blowing it tonight. <laughs> to bone Connor Mead. Um, okay, we don't know. We are with the second ghost. Yes. He goes to hug her. He goes through Because it's his secretary. Now, let me say and this. he thinks it's real. <laughs> I think the technology of a, care, of, of, a, of a person going through another person in film. Yeah. Not quite as... Not uh, as, as impressive. As, as, as two people on screen. Not two of the same actor, but... Yeah. I feel like maybe this actress, this character didn't need an accent. Because it's clearly... An American Indian actress doing an exaggerated Indian accent. Yeah. I don't understand. There's a, another a lesbian joke this time. They love gay jokes in this movie. Yeah, they sure do. Have you ever read A Christmas Carol? Read it? Yeah. No. Because I don't know if this was present in the original story, but I do notice that a lot of the versions, the ghost, the present, the ghost of present, is always violent. With the person they're trying to change. Is that true? Yeah. And this and this we just see her bang Connor's head against the steering wheel. And it, it's just a weird thing that I've noticed is present in a lot of them. And I don't know if it was in the original narrative. I don't think I've seen a lot of versions. I've Maybe I have. I've seen it probably three times. I can't recall the second ghost being, the present day ghost being violent. Um... 
okay. I mean, think of Scrooge is definitely a big example of that. Yeah. They're talking about Connor. The room full of people are talking about Connor. Yeah. And this is also a scene that is present in pretty much every Christmas Carol story. People are shit-talking him, but his brother is defending him. Yeah. That's always... It's in Scrooge. And when I say it's in all of them, I'm talking about a Scrooge. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Muppets... Cr- uh, I, I, I haven't seen that in a very long time. I haven't so seen it in a long no time. Problem there. I'm adjusting. I'm adjusting here. Groom's getting very emotional. Uh, because the, the thing here is that Connor basically, since their parents were dead, Connor basically raised the groom. And Uncle Wayne was just constantly talking about pussy hunting. <laughs> about snapping wagon, <laughs> sissy talk. Yeah. Avoid sissy talk. Yeah. That Connor was, in fact, a father figure to him. Yeah, I'm just getting wrapped up here. I was genuinely actually getting a little. Well, the first time I watched it. Yeah, and this time. Oh, the ghost is being a real bitch about it. <laughs> like, the, the ghost is. <laughs> ghost is saying like, "Oh, clearly you don't believe in." Yeah, love, she's like, so. "Oh, you don't care about this shit. You're just an <laughs> asshole, right?" As as Connor is like clearly getting emotional, she's really trying to stick the point. They're talking about how Jenny is still so into Connor. Unbeknownst to them, Jenny has walked in. She heard them, and now Jenny's feelings are hurt. Yeah. And unbeknownst to everyone, Connor is watching, of course. <laughs> she's trying to get lost in her work. She's trying to rebuild the cake. But she's in tears. And here comes Brad to save the day. That cake looks disgusting. I should declare <laughs> that literally looks like a pile of vomit. Can I say actually? I'm gonna come in the counterpoint. No. no, Matt. There is something appealing to me about a smashed cake. You're sick. There's something weirdly appealing to me about just grabbing a fork and diving into <laughs> a destroyed what? cake. And I'll tell you where I think it originated. It was seeing uh, Joey and Rachel eat a smashed cheesecake off the floor on an episode of Friends. I don't even remember that. Uh, what happened was they began receiving cheesecakes in the mail that were supposed to go to their neighbor, but because the cheesecakes were so good, they just kept keeping them and eating them. And then at a certain point, the cheesecakes were cut off. They knew there weren't going to be any more delivered, so they had one last cheesecake. And in fighting over it, it came loose and fell on the ground, but it was so good that Joe and Rachel both just got forced and started eating it. I gotta watch Friends. Uh, it was a great episode, and I tell you, that cheesecake looked good, and ever since Please then... Please tell me it's called the one with the, the cheesecake? cheesecake? 
It might be. I'm gonna. I'll That's try to look it up. Such a good. I want to look up Brad first because he looks familiar to me. I told you what he's in. What scene? Can I just say the movie that he's in? No. How about this? It's part of a trilogy. It's the last in a trilogy, and it's a big deal. And he dies in that film. He was in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's the equivalent of Return of the Jedi. Oh, I see what it is. He that's, gets hung in That's that a movie. bit unfair, Return of the Jedi. That's what they always say. I think it's really accurate. I don't think it's as bad as the third other thing. You think the third other thing is really, really bad? The more I think about it, the less I like it, to be honest. Interesting. You should watch it again. Are there, are there definitely, I, I'm a, actually, def- it's so weird we're talking about, no, I know. No, no, but I'm a defender of that movie because I, I definitely feel it has really, really great moments in it. But overall, but just... overall the parts that are bad, like it's just, I, I, the more and more I think about it, the what more What would be an example I'm of a fresh. bad part without revealing? <laughs> Dark Knight Rises is the movie we're talking about. I don't care if, if that was the giveaway, you know, whatever. But that just that scene where Bane's like, "Did you come back to die?" Uh-huh. He's like, no, "No, I came back to stop you." It's like, come on, Batman! You just ruined the moment. You know what is so great is if he said, "If I have to." Yeah, that would have been much better. If I have to. And instead, yes. Batman was a fucking stick in the mud. No, I came back <laughs> to stop you. Uh, the present ghost is talking to the to the ladies that Connor dumped over Skype at the start of the movie, and this is this is the real version of her, not the ghost version. It's very confusing, <laughs> uh, and she is she sympathizes because she is also a woman who is mistreated by Connor. But here's Uncle Wayne back popping in for a little update, a little mid ghost update. Women love to Uncle be Wayne. Say that again because just... I interrupted. Say it from the start. Women don't like to be. Women like to be screwed. They don't like to be screwed over. Words that we should have one of those crappy like Barnes and Noble like on the front aisle. The wit and wisdom of Uncle Wayne. <laughs> now it's raining. He's he's staying in the street with his Uncle Wayne. Yeah. So the original ghost who's visiting him. Yeah. And uh, it starts raining. And he is told that these are all the tears of the women he has hurt. I just said his name again. What the fuck? You did? Yes. <laughs> these are the... Okay, now it's raining tissues. Now these are the... And it starts raining tissues and he says, now these are the chocolates you sent. And then he says, ah, just kidding. You don't send chocolates. Because they go straight to the hips. What a bad person. He says, now these are all the used condoms. Yeah. And it's a it's a joke. The camera is the condom that's fine, and they cut yeah. to you right before. As Connor is getting in a car, to avoid his own cum <laughs> falling on him. That's what's happening. <laughs> now he's in his car. Yeah. Back at the mansion. Back in real life. Back in real life. Hey man, I have to go pee again. God damn it, Chris, go pee again. Keep recording. Tell all vamp. It sounds like you said all vape. Uh, all vape. All vape. <laughs> I, I don't know if that picked up on the mic. Me miming vaping. I'm not going to go woo. Okay, yeah, we won't time this one. Um, Connor has come back in the house very excited. He seems kind of into it, weirdly, actually. He has this kind of weird moment where he's like smiling. He's like, you won't believe what I just saw. My own gum falling from the sky. Uh, but here's the problem. Uh... 
is that uh, the bride and groom are fighting because the bride has found out that the groom had sex with the bridesmaid, or smaid, as I often like to say, uh, before they were together. Uh, and, and, and Connor was the one who accidentally revealed this. So he's in hot water. Jenny's mad. The bride's mad. Everyone's pissed off. Connor is mostly changed. Uh, and he, he is trying to fix this. But because he's not all the way changed, he is not, uh, he doesn't have the juice yet. He's not there. He's not a full person yet. And he's kind of, and he's fixing it in a way where he is turning on her. Which is not fun for anybody. Uh, it's a dramatic scene. McConaughey's, you know, he was on the cusp of changing, but now that everybody's mad at him, he's got his back on the wall and he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck love. I don't like this wedding. I don't like you. I'm fucking bailing. I'm going back to New York where I'm a sexy photographer and I can have sex with pop stars after shooting arrows, shooting apples off their heads with arrows. Uh, and this is, you know, this is the the, the the long dark night of the soul. Even Connor's brother has turned on him, man. You cue the sad music here. It's a bummer. Nobody's in a good mood. He's chasing after the wife. He says Sandy, an affectionate nickname for her. And uh, Chris is back from peeing. He feels a lot better. So much better. Uh, and, and Connor and his brother are fighting on the stairs here. Uh, and he's saying, oh, limbo again. Another limbo. Chris sticking his butt out as he limbos under that mic uh, uh, stand. It's a very sexy sight. Um, and, and here uh, Connor's wife saying, like, hey, man, I've defended you so much. I want to love you. But uh, you're just a piece of shit, so get the hell out. I feel like if I was an actor, mm -hmm. my performance range would be just about the same as an actor's. <laughs> you're being very harsh on this man in this movie. Just, it's know. like you've never seen his TNT or TBS show, whichever one he's on. Connor's pissed. He's throwing in the towel, man. Would you say this is the climax of the film? Well, I called it the long dark night of the soul just before you walked in. Because where everybody's all sad. But yeah, this is that that moving into the climax. I would say, I would say, yeah. And here we see the, the uh, future ghost, um, who is not literally a future girlfriend of his. Is some kind of weird spiritual representation. <laughs> She's a sexy blonde lady who doesn't speak, if I recall correctly. She's very uh, mysterious. He's hitting on a supernatural entity here. It's like, after all this, he still is not. <laughs> yeah. They're walking through the, the woods. It's snowing. I tell you, this is not a bad shot. This is, it's, it's, got a, it's a cinematic feel. I'm feeling that CGI touch. But, you know, it's a, a touch of it, for sure. But uh, it's, not, it's not ruining my, my enjoyment. Very Sam Mendes-ish. Yeah. They're transitioning into a, a more of a fall setting. Now it's daytime. Yeah. It's no longer snowing. Yeah. Dead leaves on the dirty ground, as church bells. Jack White once told us about. The the ghost is leading him to a church in the middle of the wood. Uh, bells are ringing. Middle of the wood, I love that. Thank you. They are now in the church. Yes. We'd and be really good uh, sports announcers. Yeah. <laughs> the player has the ball now. Connor's in the church now. Connor's in the church. He has the ball. He is going up the court now. <laughs> and here's the bride. And we see that it is, in fact, Jenny. She's smiling. She's very happy. It's the best day of her life, clearly. Connor's psyched because he believes himself to be the groom. 
But we know that's not the case, yes. don't we, Chris? It's a classic, you know, idyllic wedding scene. But oh no, because Brad is the groom. Oh no. Sexy Brad is the groom. Oh, this is the preacher's way into it. I'm liking his, like, smiling. <laughs> I'm, like, looking up in the air like he's, he's blind. He's very stark. <laughs> but it's just, he's so happy. Connor's freaking out here. And I love to see this actor freak out. It's People don't really talk about that enough, I feel. <laughs> that shot was in the trailer, what he just did. Yeah. I remember that. Because he's, he's good at freaking out. And here we just see just full on, just, just so sad. Just pain, pain on his face. Oh no. And he sees himself. The church is empty. Not himself, his brother. So he sees me. his brother who looks sunken and skinny and depressed. Yeah. He's crying. He's got stubble, but not in a sexy Connor way. He sees no ring on the brother. Who, of course, is supposed to be the groom at the current day wedding. Ghost is blaming Connor. Ooh. <laughs> see a little transition into old oh, man, brother. Oh, man. With some classic old man makeup. <laughs> classic shitty old man makeup. So bad. Yeah. That's this is his brother. He's an old man that's, limping. That's the face that every old man has when the <laughs> yeah. makeup is shitty. Like, it's the same, like, like the mm, kind of the heavy brows, man. the caveman brows. Uh, and he's going to a funeral. Uh-oh. And the priest is saying, looks like uh, we're all here, and, and it's, it's just, just, just the brother, the brother. No and one just, else. just the priest. And oh. look at the name on the tombstone. It's Connor Mead. It's our boy. The preacher refers to him oh, right next to Wayne. Right next to Wayne's grave. That's nice. Uh, preacher refers to him as a great friend of the church, which I don't, I don't think we really see a lot in this movie. Although I guess it's possibly became religious <laughs> in his later years. It's okay if I rest my leg against your leg. I like it. Uh, Wayne here with a really nice performance where he kind of chuckles as he says, No one's going to miss you. A little dickish Schadenfreude there. <laughs> There's his brother. I like the old man acting here. The age he inflicts into his voice. <laughs> Connor Mead was a lot of things to a lot of people. Oh, I got a little sad there. Actually, it did. The brother says it's just me against the world now. As Connor's I can't because I'm just looking at that makeup job. So it got me. I'm feeling no connection. It got me, man. He's all alone. His parents died when he was a kid. Connor raised him, and now Connor's gone. It's sad. You haven't got the guts to love somebody, you love them with all you got. That's what uh, Wayne says. 
Horrible, horrible. Now is Wayne this... pushed him into the grave. Yeah. Wayne takes a real heel turn here. He turns into a bad guy. All his girlfriends are burying him. It's editing. Now he's in current day. He just woke up in his bed. Yeah. Are you afraid of being buried alive? Yeah. Okay, good. Me too. It's horrifying. Yeah, right? Horrifying. Yeah, I'm terrified that that will happen to me. Like, I know that doesn't really happen anymore. But I feel like it's very easy to do that to someone. Yeah, I'm, and I'm terrified. Very, very classic. Yeah, classic. Is, this is a joke. Now here's, is was Connor making a joke, or is he out of it, or what's going on? I think he's making fun of it. Because he says, what day is it? Is it Christmas? <laughs> This oh, is always he's... the best in the yeah. This is my favorite part of this classic story. Yeah. Which is of course of course it's the, everyone's favorite part, but it's just yeah. So the bride has called off the wedding. But uh Connor has emerged now a changed man and he's gonna use his good person powers to to bring the wedding back together. And he's still in full on panic mode, which I love to see the saturated. <laughs> Big ol' eyes. Yeah. She's going to the airport. She's leaving. It's done. Connor's got an idea. And here, here it comes. Car's can, driving away. You can see the car with the bride, with the sister, yeah. with the dad driving down the road. And all the cars road. that he could possibly get are covered in snow. Covered in snow and buried. What's he going to do? Runs in the garage, and he gets in the stabbing wagon. Puts on some Elvis. Bursts through the doors in the stabbing wagon. convertible. Yeah. And he's taken off. This is a, a cool shot coming up, but I feel there's going to be heavy CGI. But it's still cool to see. I, I, I kind of like it. Where the, the car he's trying to catch up to is going down these winding roads, and he's just going right down the center. Right straight through. And he sees him, and he's, 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 he's got to stop him somehow. He's going to team him. And on. how is he going to stop them? Oh, he, now he's gone ahead of them. He's, he's passed ahead of them. Yeah. Brakes are He's up. trying to stop, but the brakes aren't working. So he, he 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 ditches the car in the in the lake, jumps out himself. It really did you? I mean, it seemed like you thought it this time. But first time you watched the movie, I know I straight up thought he was t bone him to stop him. <laughs> I thought, I thought what, we were gonna see. That's what it looks I've seen like. It, and I thought for the second time that's what was gonna happen. Uh, but of course, he just stands in front of the car. They stop. He's like, I gotta talk to Brenda. Uh, the dad says it's not gonna happen, so Connor just knocks him out. Just punches him square in the face, <laughs> right in the forehead. Locks him in the car, which I don't think you can do unless these women are so dumb they can't figure out how to unlock a car from the inside. I wonder where they film this. Yeah, beautiful. Connor is apologizing to the bride for all the things that he's done. Don't run away. Yeah. Oh, this is classic. This actor. Oh, he's just so powerful. That's that's so great. <laughs> Calls this maid a slut. 
know what be really funny is if we just got really into this movie <laughs> and we just stopped talking all together. Just no words. Yeah. I mean, that kind of happened just now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was listening to like every word. Yeah, me too. He's reminiscing, of course, to his big mistake, which was leaving Jenny that night when he was supposed to sleep over. And he's saying, hey, don't make that mistake that I did. Calls himself a ghost. Which is not a term people use to describe a lonely person. <laughs> Jenny is hearing all of this, of course, and she is moved to the point of tears. He has convinced the bride yeah. to get married to his brother and not leave. Mm. She's back. The groom is packing up. But she's here to say, hey, I still love you. Jenny's getting the wedding back together. Of course, they <laughs> dismantled it. But she's 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 in high gear. And now she said, uh, we need a photographer. Connor's Connor like, says, I got this. I got this because, as you guys recall, he is a famous, skilled yeah. photographer. Yeah. And at the beginning, he didn't want to work at the wedding. He didn't want to take the photos. But now he's a changed man. Exactly. And he loves. He's more than happy. He's to had take an arc. Photos. And we're seeing the photos as he's taking them. They look very nice. Nice. Screwing around, it. taking a picture of Jenny while the, while the preacher is like starting the marriage. And she says, "Get them. Yeah. Like, take the picture of them, not me." He almost missed their for their oh kiss goodness. because he was taking a picture of Jenny. <laughs> I like this scene a lot, actually. <laughs> I just want to watch this. <laughs> so this scene was the the, the father of the bride Sorry, telling just a super graphic war story of pushing his buddy's guts back into his stomach and that's true love and uh it's a it's a really funny moment You've done a best man's toast before. I have. I know that the way my friendships are going, I'm going to have to do two or three. Yeah. And I'm stressing out about them <laughs> so much right now. It was stressful going into it, for sure. I know I'm going to cry. I'm just so stressed. I should start writing them now. I didn't know? I didn't cry during when I did the toast. I cried when they actually got married. And then the groom cried during my toast. So, just saying, I made the groom cry. How long was it? So, it was like, uh, I mean... A couple minutes? Yeah, a couple minutes. You don't want to go too long. Yeah, they say keep it short and sweet, funny, yeah. and emotional. I got some laughs at the start of the speech when you want laughs. I made some people cry at the end. I feel like I nailed it. Is there footage of it? I don't think so. I destroyed it all. <laughs> so <laughs> so that I could it. pretend that I made people laugh and cry. 
No, I actually didn't. You can ask. It's on the record. The reason we're talking about this is because uh, Connor just gave a really deep, moving, great, genuine speech about his yeah. brother, about her, her bride, about his life. Yes. That got me. That yeah, me that too. You? That yeah. got me, Matt. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Getting emotional. <laughs> this is probably the most emotional we've ever got on Benson's Boombox. That's true. I love this song. Phil Collins did a very famous cover of it. Oh, my phone oh. said you can't hurry, love. You just you have, have to wait. Love don't come easy. Okay, so all three it's bridesmaids have rushed Connor. Yeah. I still want to bone him. All three of them at the same time. Yeah. Turn them all down. Yeah. Thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. He's so bad. <laughs> These women are horrible. <laughs> all right. He's going outside to the swing set. Yeah. That they showed very early on in the film. Yeah. Jenny. Jenny's there. Jenny's there. She's at the swing set sitting there. Nice. Do you... This is a weird thing that I love because it's so simple. But anytime like you can hear music playing softly in the background as someone walks away from a similar's music, mm -hmm. I don't know why. I love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it feels like real. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Or I love when it's the same song. Yeah. And they transition between... Like, if someone's having a conversation outside, yeah, and they go back inside the area with the music and they go back out, and yeah. they like it. Like, it's, it's kind of like an underwater when they're fighting yeah. in the water or something. Yeah, I love it. Great. asking how he's a changed man what what happened he says i don't know but i just know i'm a different man now and i feel i know good. i i feel good and that he says his feelings have never changed for her she says she wishes she could believe him he's having a hard time <laughs> She's worried this is another line from the Mead family playbook, she says. But then guess what? He's pulling his wallet guess out. Guess what he's got in his wallet? What is it, Matt? Boom. It's that Polaroid. It's the Polaroid of Jenny that he said, I'm going to keep this forever. 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 And guess what, Matt? He did. He kept it. says 
promise you this. When you wake up in the morning, I'll be there. Every time. One tear rolls down Jenny's face. Mm. Slow and they kiss. She's giving him another shot. She's going to give him another shot. Yeah. Oh. What's that behind them? Uh, slightly out of focus. There it is. Uncle Wayne. Uncle Wayne in the window. He has faded away. Yeah. And she says, what? What is it? Connor says, huh? Nothing. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't like this movie. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that, but Matt was pretending like clear his throat, like he's not getting emotional by what he's seeing on screen. And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like this movie. Wait. Uncle Wayne. Yeah. Standing with... With the future ghost. He says, what do you what do you think, See, doll? Let's get naked. Yeah. She disappears after throwing the drink in his face. Yeah. Now he goes to the second present ghost. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm looking, I'm looking for a new secretary. How good is your dictation? Get it? Dictation? There it is. And now they're showing. This is too confusing she, to explain. She it's not even worth explaining. She's at the party. Her present self. Who's not the real, ghost. the non-ghost version of herself? And she's meeting she's Brad. Gonna be Brad. Oh, now we're going to the first ghost. I can't say the first ghost. Yeah. And Uncle Wayne's trying to hit on her, even though she's sixteen. He says, Looks like it's just me and you, sweetie. Yeah. And she says, "Ew, I'm like 16. <laughs> this is a great line. <laughs> <laughs> he says, we're ghosts, baby. We're ageless. <laughs> Uncle Wayne just opened me, opened the being like, yeah, I want to fuck a 16-year-old. <laughs> and credits. There They're it is. Credits. They're dancing in the snow. They're in love. She's giving another shot. It's over. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Oh, here's some, well, post-credit. The bridesmaids still want to fuck somebody. Uh... This is horrible. These poor women. These poor women that had to do this. The bridesmaids rush the groomsmen. And one of the groomsmen says, you look just like my sister. Great line. And now for no reason we need to see the parents <laughs> of the bride get back together. This is just bad. <laughs> power, this is so the bad. The power of love is just so palpable, I guess. I like his pace in his voice. Yeah. And here we find out his real name, which was embarrassing, I guess. That was, there's the joke. So she's throwing the bouquet now. With the credits have faded away, we've jumped fully back into a scene. Uh, the the smiths are fighting over the bouquet. She's bouquet. throwing. She throws. And this is this very bizarre callback. <laughs> yeah. Where the archer from the start of the movie shoots the bouquet out of the air and says, victory is mine. And one of the groomsmen is like way into it. <laughs> Such a weird fucking it's callback. Like not even a memorable. end to movie Like on. clearly the makers of this film thought that that was, was the best hilarious. joke. That that was yeah. the best bit. And the audience is going to love it if they yeah. brought her back. Uh, crazy. Uh, so credits are rolling down. No more, no more post-credit business. 
So what did you think of the movie overall? Uh, I think I liked it less the second time. Uh, I might agree with that, yeah. I liked it less. But I'll tell you, it's a few quick fixes away from being a full-on good movie, I would say. That's true. I think you need to lose all the post-credit scenes. Yeah. Those are absolute nothings. I think you need lose to write the, the women like real people. And I think you need to cut a few of the gay jokes. And then you just have a good movie. Yeah. I think that's all you need to do. Yes. I agree completely. Um... But yeah, we should ride this out. Anything else you want to say? Should we just do plugs? Should we use the credit time for yeah, plugs? Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, my Twitter, at Chris O'Bell, three L's, Chris O'Bell. I'm turning one. your volume down. I just realized. <laughs> That's all right. My <laughs> headphones aren't in. I don't care anymore. Yeah. yeah, just check me out on Twitter. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> what was your Twitter again? At Chris O'Bell, C-H-R-I-S-O-B-E-L-L-L. Three L's, folks. Three L's. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. You have like three, you have like eight Twitter accounts. But they're all for the shows. Okay. So, you know, you can follow, you can follow this show on Twitter at Benson's Boombox. We've never tweeted anything. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, and you should go to com. That's the podcast network we're on, of course. Part, half of the name in Benview is from this show. That's right. Um, and there's great shows on there. I host a lot of them. Like Shut Up Leonard, where we talk about community. It's me and Andrew Lindy. Uh, Matt and Brendo's wrestling show, uh, where we talk about wrestling. Me and Brendo. Popsicles, that's me, Brendo, and Derek talking about pop culture. Uh, and Ben Bue on Spielberg, uh, new addition to the family, where uh, me and uh, Justin Keyson talk about Steven Spielberg movies. On our most recent episode, we actually didn't talk about a movie. We talked about an episode of Columbo that Steven <laughs> Spielberg directed. Uh, did you know he directed the first episode of Columbo? Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, I told you I watched the episode as well. Oh, in, in your class, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Look at all the know. drivers in this movie. A lot of drivers. Well, you know they had to do those crazy stunts with the stacking wagon. Um, so check those all out at benbynetwork.com. Also, we got a new show on benbynetwork.com. Just added to the network. It's called Dinner Party Small Talk. Uh, it stars a couple of Australians, Nissa Hamilton and uh, Matt Graham. Uh, and it's a comedy show. To be honest, it's kind of before we, we had this sort of rebranding of Benson's Boombox. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of more originally what I had in mind. So if you still want that kind of thing, check out uh, Dinner Party Small Talk because they do uh, sketch comedy and characters and, and, and conversation. It's a really funny show. They've got accents. It's international. Benview has gone international. That's pretty cool. They're Australians. They're living in London at the time, I believe. I believe that's what they said on the podcast. Uh, you know, who knows with these crazy foreigners? Who knows what they're doing? Uh, but it's called Dinner Party Small Talk, and that is on BenviewNetwork.com. Uh, and yeah, it's all good. Uh, so <laughs> check, 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 check. What? <laughs> check that all out. Uh, review us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. That's always good for us. That helps us. Um, and if you know what we were doing today, yes. Uh, write, write us an email at bensonsboombox at gmail.com telling us what we were doing uh, and your address and we will send you in the mail a surprise. A surprise. A surprise prize. Mm-hmm. And if you can list all the movies that we talked about but we're we'll too send, afraid to say the titles of. We'll send something else. We'll send a little bonus for you. I don't know what that'll be. It could be as little as an audio thank you for <laughs> caring. But uh, I'm going to push forward and say it's, I want it to be more than that, if, especially if they listen to it. I us. mean, I'm not looking to spend any money, is the bottom line here. We, but I'll, if I can I'll, find some old piece of some, crap in my house. Together. I'll put something together. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll try to find some old, some old we'll take care of you. shit from my house that I don't <laughs> want anymore and give you that. Um, also, I'm going to introduce a secondary thing, and this will just be a, a – this is just for my own curiosity. If you don't know what we did, but you have listened to the end of this – 
write in and tell us that. Write in and tell us that you listened. And the code word to prove that you did is belly. The name of my cat. So write in with the code word belly, just if you would like to let me know that you <laughs> listen into this. Do you think anyone's going to win and claim that prize? I hope so not. I hope so too. I hope so. Um, or else so, we wasted so our time. <laughs> <laughs> we wasted our time. We wasted their time. Well, we certainly wasted their time. That's a guarantee. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed this a whole lot. I enjoyed it a lot. We had laughs. Um, it was good times. It was good times. And uh, It was good. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If, uh, in the rare event that more than one person writes in know what we did, uh, it'll be the first one to write in that gets the prize. So do that quick, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, and until the next time. I'm going to go pee right now. Have a good time. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.